The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Nikki Spagnola. It is a Monday morning at a uh, little after 11 o'clock, mm-hmm. and that means it is time for another edition of Mix Shots inside the SWBC podcast studio here at the beautiful Star in Frisco. It is April 10th, 2023. It is 17 days away from the first day of the NFL draft. I am Bill Jones. We've got Everson Walls sitting in Mickey Spagnola's seat. So, Everson, you are the star of this show. I am captain now. That's right. (laughs) Yes, you are. (laughs) And we have Mickey Spagnola somewhere, and we hope to have him on the show at some point over the course of the next 45 minutes or so. If If I say so, I will allow Spags to come on. I am the man. That's right. You got to look at me. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since we've had a chance know, to uh, to hear Everson's thoughts on what's going on. So we got some catch up to do um, here. Over uh, been some good news. Been some good news. I think we've been yep. signing the right people, right, yep. to make things happen. I like They're your the taking care of business to get to where you don't have to uh, reach come April twenty seventh in the yeah. draft. Still happy about the wide receiver signing. You know, when you get a 1,000 yards with, what, five different teams. And we'll jump into that right off the top here. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're looking at here over the last couple of weeks, we had, what, baseball opening day. Yeah. We had the college basketball champion Rangers crown. Rangers doing pretty well, right? Rangers doing pretty They're well. all right. They're yeah. a game over 500. Okay. Not, a, not as well over mm-hmm. the weekend. But mm-hmm. we had the uh, college basketball champion crown a week ago. Ooh, we had man. the Masters over man. the weekend. The women's game, man. Come on. That's right. Uh, now WNBA is going to be hot, boy. Yeah, remember you get, what, you got <laughs> Everybody's going to be walking around like this now. <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting excited about the Stars starting starting the playoffs, and we're getting excited about the Mavericks what? in the, in the what, draft, draft lottery. <laughs> Man, talk about How about choices. that? Talk about choices, right? Choices. If you were a player, okay, mm-hmm. and you're, you've got two games left in your season, right. and you have ch- a chance to get into a play-in tournament, yeah. you still have a postseason chance. However you can get and it. And then you find out at 11 o'clock on Friday morning, the morning of a game, <laughs> that you're not playing tonight and you're not playing Sunday and your season. The, and, the and plug not, just, got, not just you, the, a few other guys. The plug got them. pulled on your season. What would Everson Wall's reaction yeah. be? You know, not only that, it was the fact that you faked this out with Luca. Mm-hmm. You know, like you played him. Why? Well, yeah, on, on Friday. Because it yeah. was Slovenian uh, night at the arena are you, are that Are you night. funny? No, no, oh, it okay. was. It was a special night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he played. You know, that's that's just, why he played that, a quarter. That makes this even funnier, man. <laughs> come in, come on. I mean, I'm sure Slovenian people are great people, but who cares about that when you know you're taking the, the game? That's, that's, right? that's why he played the first quarter of the game. <laughs> oh, but, man, but, that but, is but even so beyond funny. that, beyond that, 
I had uh, Chuck Cooperstein, the radio voice of the Mavericks, on my show on CBS last night, and he was talking about on Wednesday. He was stunned that the decision was made. And on Wednesday night, they played, as Chuck put it, maybe their best game of the season, beating a, <laughs> beating a Sacramento team that's really good whoa, this year. Whoa. And they beat them 123-119, nice okay, game. and nice kept game. those hopes alive. And so the then, so then on the yeah. heels of that, the plug gets pulled, whatever. Does it make any I just, sense? I was just, I was just wondering if Everson Walls was on this team. And, and the thing about it is everyone, the players have been quiet about it. Everson would be so vocal about it. Well, <laughs> I know I wouldn't be like Kyrie. I, I would show up. Uh-huh. I think right. he's so, I think he knows himself better not to show up. Yeah. Well, because there's of his no right answer. I mean, he's gotten either, either himself or his agent has advised him, uh, you just lay low. We don't you, there's no reason to, for you to comment on this. And, because he so. will be connected to this explosion. Uh-huh. Right? He well, will, he will he, be friendly and, fire. And there's no governor on his mouth. Right. And so <laughs> He would. He he's, he speaks his mind, uh, as it's been proven time and again. Uh, and Everson speaks his mind too. So that's why I would love to hear what Everson. Nah, I would. I would definitely be extremely confused. <laughs> I, I think I'd be more like Luca at this point, really, because he was trying his best to just, you know, he was just trying. He, but he he said I didn't like it, but he was very short with his comments. That's good it. for him. Yeah, because he's he's right. a, he's a bit explosive right. as well. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, there you go. Uh, and uh, Mickey Spagnola might be joining us here. Man, we don't need Spags. Keep it going, bro. We don't need him. Hey. Oh, damn. Mick, sorry. Hey, Spags. Mick shots. Okay. Hey, buddy. Hey, old pal. <laughs> <laughs> Your seat's really warm over here. Thank you, sir. <laughs> well, well, mine's getting warm where I'm at right now. And are you going to reveal where you are, or you want to leave that? Uh, you're going to do, ever, to you're gonna do Everson Walls? You're going to do an Everson Walls? Yeah. Yeah, and my, my white wall behind me didn't work. So. so we got you on the phone line anyway. So wherever you yeah. are, there are phone lines. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, Mickey, we're just getting started here, and I don't know if you've been able to listen uh, right off the top, but uh, one of the things that uh, Everson just alluded to, which we might as well start with that, and it's the wide receiver uh, situation, uh, not only on this team but around the league. And the big news yesterday, OBJ – Agreeing to terms with the Baltimore Ravens, it is a reported one-year, $15 million guaranteed salary with the uh, possibility of getting it up to $18 million with incentives. And I am stunned that a team <laughs> gave him that kind of money with the market that we've seen for wide receivers, which has been basically around the $11 million a year range here, and he hadn't played in a year. And especially since they won't pay the quarterback what he's looking for, I'm sure this. I'm, I'm trying to figure out: did this go over real well that they got me a weapon, or the fact that they spent 15 million dollar on a guy that hasn't played in a year, over a year, uh, but they gave him 15 million dollars? You know, right now OBJ is is sitting there thinking, and you guys thought. I was just fishing. <laughs> yeah. I got I got the money I wanted all this time. Uh, I would imagine Spags his his workouts had to be good, right? Because you think they he, did work. I haven't out. read anything that he worked out. I, I it was well, well, not worked out. You mean personally with the with the Ravens? He had he had a work, yeah. yeah he had a workout that teams attended. Yeah, he did a couple oh. of weeks ago. Oh, that's so right. It was, yeah, it must right. have been. It must have been. Right. Yeah, recent. he looked. Video I saw looked great. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So Interesting. So, yeah, I mean, you know, the fact that he finally got the workout, I think that's what a, a lot of teams are waiting on. If he didn't get 15, he may have gone, what, to the Jets? Possibly? And that was the speculation that he was going to visit New York and uh, the Jets today. And uh, so maybe that was enough to push the Ravens to up the ante. And he said, okay, first team that offers me 15, I'm taking it. And he took it. <laughs> but Spags, neither, Spags, it can't be just the money, can it? It can't be just the money, no. right? He's got to know something's going coming down the line. He's not just going to Baltimore for the money. He's going because he knows something, right? Well, that's what I was getting ready to say. Maybe he knew more about the quarterback situation in Baltimore than he knew about the quarterback situation with the Jets. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, but, but good point, yeah. I'm, I'm, and, and I'm neither, thinking like the Jets are a done deal also. I'm ahead of myself and each again. Team, yeah, and each team is sa- hanging there saying, okay, this is what we want to do, but they haven't done it yet. And it's April, what, 10th? That's right. There is there are new reports that the <laughs> Rodgers to the Jets deal will probably get done during the draft. They said uh, that two weeks ago. That's right. Man. That's right. But I think I think also the uh, the Ravens probably and maybe in their negotiations with with Lamar Jackson, he's been concerned as Everson has pointed out that they haven't had a Pro Bowl rece- wide receiver on that team. They have a, a tight end Mark Andrews, but. Uh, this, uh, in a way, sweetens the pot for Lamar Jackson by bringing in OBJ because you know OBJ has had conversations with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and so there's only one pot Lamar Jackson wants sweet sweetened, right? <laughs> his. Well, uh, uh, Bill was saying he should fire his agent. <laughs> Lamar, Lamar should fire his agent himself and hire OBJ's agent, and they'll get the deal done then. Yeah. I'm, I'm fired. I'm fired. <laughs> but that brings us back to the Cowboys, because obviously the Cowboys had OBJ in during the regular season back in December, what, four months ago, and uh, there was still speculation going into this offseason that uh, OBJ might wind up here in Dallas, and in the meantime, the Cowboys pulled off the deal uh, about three weeks ago now on a Sunday morning with the Houston Texans and sent a fifth-round draft pick to Houston in exchange for Brandon Cooks. And I, I don't know about y'all, but I, I like having Brandon Cooks on this Me football too. team. Me too. And I like the fact that he played last year, and he's not coming off of two torn ACLs mm-hmm. on the same knee. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think of a, a wide receiver like that, and I don't know what we're going to do with uh, uh, T.Y., but you have two uh, very precise route runners with, it, with those two guys. They're, they're where you want them to be at all times, and they can, they, can, they can make their own moves off the line. They can get off the line and be the uh, one-on-one. Uh, to me, that's, uh, that's what you need. You need someone that you can count on when that guy's press in press position, you know, I need you to get inside. I need you to run that route. I need you to be where I, where I want you to be when I let it go. Uh, those two guys, to me, they, they, have, they have made their reputations on being those type of receivers. You know, and here's the other thing we got to consider. Because you remember when he was flirting with the Cowboys back last year, he, he mentioned, I want to go somewhere where I can stay. I want to go somewhere where I can stay for four years. I'm tired of living out of a suitcase going from town to town to town. <laughs> well, he only got a one-year deal. 
So it's not like Baltimore was all in on this, right? And maybe neither were the Jets because it sounds like now if he's just trying to take a shot at the money for one year and try to reestablish himself, which I think he should have done from the first place, but he wanted a long-term deal, and he didn't get it. So that kind of raises a little bit of a red flag, right? You know, maybe – and I'm just fishing here. Maybe his, his successful workout uh, really made him approach this in a totally different way. Maybe he's feeling so good right now that he feels more comfortable with a one-year deal. You know, it, it, it feels that good to me. I don't have to hide behind a multi-year deal. I can prove it to you now with one-year deal. I don't know. That's, that's a stretch, I know. But obviously he felt really good about that 15. He, he, he jumped on that pretty fast, considering, you know, since the Rodgers deal is in the bag, he could have he actually considered the Jets. So how many years is he removed from a really good season? Well, let me Super look him Bowl up season. here. I would say Super Bowl season. Because he only played what four or five, six games with the Rams. But they were good. They were quality games. All Not right. until the playoffs. Odell, Odell in twenty twenty one combined Cleveland and the Rams played fourteen games, thirteen starts. He had forty four receptions for five hundred thirty seven yards and five touchdowns that season in the regular season. In the playoffs for the Rams, he had four more games, so that gets you up to 17 games that season, and had 21 more receptions, so that gets you up to, what, 65 receptions, a couple of more touchdowns. So Not bad. The playoffs were good, right? He was just the regular solid, season. He was solid. He the regular season, yeah, but not for $20 million. And in the regular season with the Rams, <laughs> like the last half <laughs> of that regular season, uh, eight games, seven starts, he had 27 receptions uh, and five touchdowns for the Rams. And so then couple that with what he did in the playoffs, that would be 12 games, 48 receptions, and seven touchdowns in 12 games. So – that's not bad. Yeah. And then, That's year, not bad. Year prior to that in 2020, uh, seven games with Cleveland, 23 receptions. So that was a down year and, of course, had the injury. The previous year with Cleveland in 2019, uh, it was 74 receptions, 1,000 yards, and four touchdowns. And then prior to that, that was his first year with Cleveland. And prior to that was uh, with the Giants from 2014 to 2018. Three straight Pro Bowl seasons to start his career, 14, 15, and 16. So the last really good full season was 2018? I mean, if it was with one team. I don't know about one. Is it one team? I mean, I think I think his 21 season <laughs> was pretty good myself. But <laughs> yeah, That's what I said. That's what I said. But, but, 20, but it's not $20 million. 20, 2019, or 2019 with Cleveland, he had 74 catches for 1,000 yards. So... Well, I get that from Michael Gallup before he got hurt. And he got a contract, so there you go. Yeah, and it wasn't $20 million a year. Anyway, we don't have to talk about OBJ anymore. No, right? we don't. All right, but we got plenty more to talk about. And the Cowboys are starting their draft meetings. They are convening as we speak this morning. And let's get into some of that as we continue on Mix Shots in just a moment. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. 
More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey! Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the Cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To mixed shots. K Post Roofing and Waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. From corporate homes to your homes, have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860, www.kpostcompany.com. All right. Very good. Everson Walls bringing us back with the K-Post read. And now Somebody that can do it right. we are joined by Wally Pip <laughs> on the phone line. <laughs> Mickey Spagnola, you just lost your job. I got you know what? I'm, I'm happy to hand <laughs> it off, by the way. That was a good one. Yeah, good one. You're happy to hand it off? No, we want to continue having Mickey make the reads because it's very entertaining. It's not as entertaining when uh, Everson reads. I know. I'm, I'm, too, I'm too, too spot on, man. Too spot on. All right, Mickey, as uh, you, I don't know what you're doing, but you're not here, so you're doing something else. Uh, as you're doing your whatever else you're doing, are you studying up for the draft? I am. Did you bring along your Cowboy Star magazine and your NFL draft guide? Sitting right here in front of me mm-hmm. with, what do they got? One, two, three, four, five guys on the cover. That's right. And yeah. I think they're, are they all from Texas? They are not. 
I see an Oregon they are not. duck. I see an Oregon duck on their cover. Mm-hmm. And he's from Texas. Ohio's so yes, but he is from DFW. Texas. Oh, okay. Wow. Right. okay. See there? Oh, all right. Uh-huh. Well, they're not. I'll show you how much not, I've been studying. They're not all from DFW, mm. but they're close. Well, I said, said Texas. No, but uh, producer Supreme said mm-hmm. mentioned DFW. Jackson Smith in Jigba number eleven, the Ohio State Buckeye from Rockwall, Texas. Wow! If he were available at twenty six, you run to the podium and get <laughs> that guy. But he's not going to be there at number twenty six. I, I would run there for him. <laughs> How about number five from Texas? That would be the running back, B. John Robinson. How fast would you run to the podium to make that call? I'd trade up to 21. You would. You'd pull an Emmett yeah. Smith. Did you hear about Absolutely. the guy when he, when he, when he was first born? He, I, I think they, he, his heart wasn't beating. Did you know this story? About? Uh, about B. John. His mom was, I believe his mom was telling the story when he was first born. It was a real tearjerker. We first born, you know, he wasn't his heart wasn't beating, and somehow she put three fingers on him, and hearts did boom. He just heart started beating, and the next thing you know, he's this stud that we're looking at right now. Mm-hmm. Crazy stuff, man. Well, it sure beat well at UT. That's all I know. <laughs> and it would uh, it would beat well if he was at the star in Frisco. I don't. I just don't think there's any way that he's still going to be there at number twenty six. I think you got to hope that people continue to think, well, we shouldn't take a running back in the first round. Mm-hmm. Not well, worth well, it. Well, well, Spags, I must tell you, you know, Bill's over here trying to be cute. You know, he, he comes in teasing me with, I know I'm going to draft. I just got to will it down. <laughs> Pretty much know who I got. I'm thinking he's talking about Bichon because he's been all over him, right? He's like, no, no, not him. He won't be there. Someone more realistic. I say, okay, well, then spit it out then, I said. I'm not, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not I'm ready. Why are you coming here teasing Ma- me with that? Mickey, I'm not ready to reveal my uh, number one guy in my big green NFL draft scouting notebook for the Cowboys just yet, but I think maybe next Monday I might reveal it. Well, I thought you were talking about maybe a different running back. I do like a, a, another running back. There are a couple of running backs that I like. And the other would running back who one? would be a uh, – you would have to take in the first round because he wouldn't be there in the second round would be Jameer Gibbs from Alabama. That guy's right. got some yeah, serious said. juice. But he's smaller than uh, right. than Bijan. He's uh, 200 pounds. What about Charbonneau? He's not, he's, not, he's not telling. He's yep. not talking, Spags. Uh, so you've done some research on Zach Charbonnet from UCLA. And I watched in person uh, Devon A-Chain also. A- yep, by the Texas way. A&M. Okay, so you tell me. Who do you like? Mm. Well, A-Chain, he's 5'8", 188. Run to, ran a four three two with a four one forty nine split, which is getting it. And he plays I mean, fast you, too. You worry about his size, but boy, I think the game I saw against LSU, he must have carried the ball thirty times. Now I'm just saying that off the top. Is, of my he, head is he is he a Tyreek Hill uh, short or is he, you know, more of a Turpin short? You know, one's a little bit more slight than the other. He's five yeah, eight, he five eight and a half, one hundred and eighty eight pounds. One eighty eight yeah. is what he measured. And you know he's not big, but can you catch him? 
just to give you an idea of the speed, okay, he ran the 4-3-2. And on the track team at Texas A&M, he ranks number three all-time at Texas A&M with a 6-6-3-60, number four all-time with a 20.2-200, and number nine all-time with a 10.14-100 meters. That's how fast this guy is. Now, now, what I what I know what I know about fast guys. Now, is he fast guy? Is he that, is he Alexander Wright or is he is he is he Bob Hayes or is he Ronaldo <laughs> Nehemiah? You understand you what I'm saying? I, I, <laughs> is I, he is he a guy who can play football? To Mickey's who point, to be real fast or is he just real fast? And all right. To, to Mickey's play point about him playing football. Here here are his yes. stats in ten games with Texas A&M this year. 196 carries. For 1,102 yards, 5.6 yards a carry, and eight touchdowns. And he also caught the ball 36 times for 196 yards and three more scores. So my math is right. Ten games, 1,100 yards, that's like 110 yards a game Mm. rushing the football. That's more than Ronaldo Nehemiah ever did in a football game. (laughs) (laughs) And and he he carried the load for him, too. Ah, interesting. So I mean, that's. That's what I need. If I get a running back, he's got to be able to carry the load and let uh, Tony Pollard do what Tony Pollard does. Okay, so we've seen the last four years Pollard teamed with Zeke Elliott, and Zeke is that between-the-tackle running back, okay? And Pollard is the outside guy who can take it to the house. What needs to be paired with Tony Pollard right now? Or, as we approach the draft, are we as concerned with pairing whoever it is with Tony Pollard or just get the best running back? Because running backs don't last very long in this league. Tony Pollard's coming off an injury, and he's going into his fifth year in the league right now. So how much longer is Tony Pollard going to play in this league? See, and Bill, that's one of the things that has to factor into all this. While they franchised him, there's a reason they franchised him and didn't give him a long-term deal, right? Everybody's just assuming Tony Pollard comes back as Tony Pollard. That's what I keep saying, Spags. I keep saying those exact words. We got to see. And we're just assuming. So that's why I think that if you want to call it the second running back, he better be ready to carry the load just in case. I mean, even if Pollard is back to being Pollard. They're not going to give him 25 touches a game well, and if for 17 weeks. If you're taking a running back in the first round or even the second round, he is going to be your number one running back in a couple of years. Hmm. If he's yes. if he's not already. Absolutely. And that's why I continue to say, and I said it before they said it, after the draft, if Ezekiel Elliott's still sitting around and no one, you know, giving him what he's looking for, bring him back. And, and, and I, if I've you been kind of hoping that, Spags. I've really been kind of yeah. hoping that. <laughs> and if you do it that way, you're not insulting him. Like if you had said, okay, 10.9, I'm going to give you $2.5 million. Mm-hmm. That would have been insulting. Mm-hmm. But if you're without a job and it's May, you know, $3 million might sound really good to him. Let me ask you this, Mickey. Let's say Zeke is still a free agent uh, come draft weekend, and you've had some conversations with him, and how much does it affect what the Cowboys do in terms of a running back in the draft if they think that Zeke is a possibility or more of a growing possibility to sign him after the draft? 
Do you mean like does it affect? Does it affect the second, third, I, I'm, or fourth I, round? Yeah, I'm thinking more beyond the first round because if yeah. if there's a if they're considering a running back in the first round, that running back is a guy that they think will be their lead back at some point in the not too distant future. But let's say we get to the second round, the third round, and does it affect their decision on whether to take that running back uh, if uh, with other needs that they have? if they think that they can fill a need with Zeke right now? Yeah, I, I think it does. Uh, and I think it does not just with Zeke, but whatever running back they pick, if it's not early in the draft, he's got to be he, – they got to think he's better than Malik Davis or Rico Donald. Who, right? Ronald, Jones. Those what, guys what other, play. Ronald Jones. And Ronald too. Jones. Yeah, yeah absolutely, those yeah. three guys. I kind of like if, that. I if, like that. I like that pick. Uh, not right. Jones. I like that signing. I really, you know, what happened to this guy? I think he started having fumbleitis or something when he was in Tampa. He fumbled against the Cowboys one game, he, season uh, opener. Yeah, yeah he I, had. It. I was sitting right behind, uh, <laughs> right behind his family before the game. They were all excited. And, but but uh, he he was a really really good running back. Uh, he uh, Ronald Jones, who of course signed last month with the Cowboys out of McKinney North High School. Last year he was with Kansas City. And with the Chiefs, only appeared in six games last year, 17 carries for 70 yards and a touchdown. Prior to that, with Tampa Bay, uh, second-round draft pick out of USC in 2018. His rookie year uh, didn't do much that year, just appeared in nine games, a backup. He started nine games in 2019. He started 13 games in 2020. And then in 21. Uh, after being the – that was the year the Cowboys opened the season at Tampa Bay. Yeah. And after being their basically a primary back at the yeah. beginning of the yeah, season, he, he played in 16 games but only three starts with 428 yards rushing and four <laughs> touchdowns, and Fournette became their guy. That's yeah, right That's it, right before Fournette. So, that's yeah. why they went and got Fournette. Right. Yeah, because they yeah. became disappointed in him. But I, I really saw some promise in him uh, early on when he was the primary back. I you know, I, but here again is another guy going into his sixth year in the league. So how, old is, how old is he? He is. Uh, I don't have it written down here. I have to look it up. But hey, probably he's, 28, under, 27, 28. Hey, come on now, he's still in the he's still in the game. So he's Zeke still, now. He's still within that. <laughs> he's same age as Zeke. Yeah, now. but now Zeke's been Zeke's been taking some hits. Zeke's been you know, resting. <laughs> and he's a, but he's kind of a placeholder, right? It's almost like, okay, we got this just in case, right? He, uh, well, we Ronald Jones rely is, on a veteran. Uh, Ronald Jones will turn twenty six in August. Come on, man. So there you go. That's young. Yep. That's young. So he I, was just at USC for three years. I, I hope I'm 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 right about this, but I really did think that guy was a good back when he was with Tampa. Mm-hmm. I saw some promise in him. He made some good. He's got some good speed as well. So that size goes goes to Kansas City, and they their seventh round draft pick out of Rutgers, Pacheco. Uh, he uh, kind of stole the hey, stole the say? show there. That's say? right. He's yeah. not Pacheco. Oh, what was me? What was yeah, me? That's right. All right, we're going to continue with more mixed shots in just a moment. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? Great job, honey! Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. 
Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar & Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back, back to mixed shots. ACMs. Global superstars Dolly Parton and Garth Brooks, wow, are coming together for the first time ever to host Academy of Country Music Awards. Join them live and in person at Country Music's Party of the Year, going down on May 11th at Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. Very few tickets remain. Get yours before they're gone at SeatGeek.com. Man, that's pretty cool. I, mean, I like it. Uh, Mickey, I like it when Everson makes the read because he hasn't read it before, <laughs> and so you're getting his immediate reaction when he, uh, he, he mentions the superstar names like Dolly Parton and Garth Dolly Brooks. Parton, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but you know what? These reads are supposed to be done in like 10 or 15 seconds. <laughs> he always hates He's me. got his own style. <laughs> right. You, you, I, I, I have more inflection than you do, sir. Uh-huh. That's what right. it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes the slower read can I, I, be more effective. I, I, I Think have, about I have, Summerall. I Summerall, have, murder. Yeah. Everson she wrote. Walls. Or... <laughs> Yeah, but he wasn't he wasn't getting paid to get him done in a certain amount of time. Hey, I have stage I have stage presence, sir. Thank you very much. That's, that's exactly okay. right. <laughs> All right. Everson, uh how long was it before you were uh, in the league? How how many years were you in the league before the announcers finally figured out that your name was Everson and not Emerson Walls? <laughs> it didn't it didn't take long, but Tom never got it. You know, I mean he was just that stubborn. He was. I don't know why he wouldn't say it correctly. That's he, because people were thinking of Emerson Boozer. I, I think. Yeah. 
And that could be it. You know, you, know, you might have been the first Everson to come along. Oh, it's no doubt I was. For, for sure the first Everson to come along I after Emerson Boozer. Definitely the first. Yeah. And I was, what, the first Walls, but then there's the second Walls. Is it West, Wesley Walls? Yeah, What's the tight end's name? Right? Yeah, 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 that's right. So, no, unique is all around the board, baby. There's no one like me, Bill. I thought you knew that. You know, I'm, in fact, I just did a little search. This is amazing, Mickey Spagnola. I just did a search of Everson on Pro Football Reference to come up with all of the Eversons who have played in the professional football. T- you t- well, and I've got first two. Name, There's only two. Only? Yeah. Of course, well, I, I just yeah. put in Everson. I did a search. Only two. Yeah, Everson. And only two came up, and, and both of them played me. for the Cowboys. That's right. He was named after me. That's of course, right. Everson Griffin. Mm-hmm. That's it. How about that? How, How many Joneses have played in the NFL? Okay, let me. I'll do that. I'll do that. <laughs> How about Mickey? Let's do yeah, Mickey. How about Spagnola? I'm going to do Come Mickey. On. All right. No, do Spagnola do because Spagnola. there was a tight end in Philadelphia. I believe it was John Spagnola. Can you name the former Cowboy? Who had the the name Mickey? A cowboy who had the name Mickey. <laughs> there is no way Mickey. you will get it. And in fact, he played at the University of Oklahoma. Wow! You go Mickey old. thirty years ago. Thirty years ago, there was a cowboy named Mickey. Wow! Oh, Mickey Pruitt. No. Mickey. No. That's not the one I'm thinking of. This is a last name Mickey. Joey Mickey, Uh, a tight end in 1993. No, you got us on that. Come on, man. You might as well look up Spagnola. There's quite a few Mickeys that have played in the National Football League. Mickey, you wanted to make a point about Ronald Jones. Yeah, I was going to say when we talked about, you know, what he is or Mm -hmm. what they think he is, Mm -hmm. I just said always when you see those things, follow the money. Yeah. And the money says it's a one-year veteran exception. So they didn't, like, spend so much money that, you know, he's not even guaranteed to make the team. And so he – but he hadn't been injured a lot either, has he, uh, Spags? No. No, he's going to turn – what did you say? He's going to turn 26, right? Man, right. come on, man. This guy here, to me, if, if I'm him, this is my opportunity. Is he your pick to click for this there season? Go. There you go. Okay. We're saying it Ronald right now, Jones. Spags. We're saying it right now, Spags. That's my pick to click right there. Write that down. That's right. Okay, yeah, write and, it down. And save, and save the tape. <laughs> I've got one Spagnola, by the way, who played in the National Football League. And, uh, Was ever- it John? John Spagnola. Mm-hmm. Yep. From uh, that's funny story. That's it. So back. That's all that shows up the, on Pro Football really? Reference when you do a search. Anyway. Yes. Go back ahead, Mickey. Mid, back in the mid '80s, he was playing tight end for Philadelphia. Yes. And I was covering the game and had to do a sidebar, and he had a great first half. And just so happened, the sports editor was at the game with us in Philadelphia. And he came to turn to me and he said, okay, if this guy's the story, we're going to have Spagnola in the headline and the byline. <laughs> and then the second half changed, and I think something happened. The Cowboys came back, and and the story just disappeared. I Damn. was like, oh, it was my one chance to have a headline. So you were pulling against the Cowboys then? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> just so you could shine. 
just so I could get above the byline and at the byline. <laughs> All right, Mickey, uh, what other things are you looking at is with the draft approaching here in two and a half weeks for this team? Well, here's what here's one thing that I keep seeing, and and I'm not doing this to start trouble, but everybody keeps talking about the Cowboys need an interior lineman, mm-hmm. right? That's what a I was guard. thinking too, Max. Go ahead. But not in the first round. And and when I look at what they got, and I wrote it in my column on Friday, they've got five guys that can start for me if they're healthy today. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. Now, i got to qualify it because i got to – I don't want to just assume that Terrence Steele is going to be ready to go for the season opener. So you're now, saying five he, guys who can start for you – on the offensive line or yes, or yes. or five interior I, guys who okay I called them they have they have the fab 5 right and now it's it's contingent on two things number 1 steel's ready to go mm-hmm. now he had his surgery December 13th so if it, if he if he's good to go in 7 months then he's my, he's my starting right tackle now, if he's good to go in nine months, then all bets are off because he's maybe not ready to start the season. My other assumption has to be that since they uh, extended or, or at least restructured Tyron Smith, that they must feel that he can play. So what, what would be wrong with Steele at right tackle Tyron Smith at left tackle, Tyler Smith at guard, and then Biotish and Martin. And those are my starting five. Because I thought Tyler Smith, for what little work he got after training camp, after Tyron Smith got hurt and they moved him to tackle, Mm -hmm. when he played guard, I I thought he was fine. Uh, and, And so he's my guard. If Tyron Smith is still capable of playing left tackle. Now, no one has suggested that, right? Everybody keeps saying Steele's going to be the swing guy or he's going to be, you know, maybe be the guard. He was my best run blocker until he got hurt. And look what happened to the running game after he left in those last four or five games. Yeah, they right struggled running the yes, football. They did. Yes, they did. So, to me... If Tyron Smith is capable of playing at the level he has played back at left tackle, he's my left tackle. Tyron steals my right tackle, and Tyler Smith goes to guard for at least one more year. What would be wrong with that? I tell you what, though, uh, Spags, whenever uh, Steele comes back, I I learned a a big lesson last year uh, with uh, Gallup. You know, he came back, but he wasn't ready. You know, he really he came back, but he wasn't ready. He would he didn't have a good foundation under him the entire season, and it really hurt us during the season. I'm looking at. But Steel. he he got hurt. He got hurt in January. So I, 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 I I don't I don't care when he got hurt. I get it. I get it. I'm just saying. I hope that when he does come back, he has all the confidence in the world on that 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 body part. He, he has to because, you you know, you start putting somebody out there who's got – they have a lot of guts, but they just don't have quite have it. 
That was a big lesson learned last year. I don't care when he comes back. I do get what you're saying. He's, he's going to have more time, but I don't care when he comes back. He's got to be But ready. here's the other Here's the other deal. Steele doesn't have to run a 20-yard out. Mm-hmm. All I need is five yards from him. Yeah, that sounds easy. <laughs> that sounds easy. Until <laughs> you get that guy in front of you. <laughs> but but it's but my my scenario is contingent on him being ready to play. Gotcha. That's that's my point. That's true. That's true. And I, and I don't know that you can just count on that, yeah. right? That's cool. Uh, but they keep saying he's ahead of schedule. Well, that's fine. He's ahead of schedule, but schedule is schedule. Uh, and you would and I don't know that he would be ready to start training camp which would start, what, third, fourth week in July? Well, that's only seven months. So, All right, my bigger concern – uh, go ahead, Mickey. No, I was just going to say that's, that's my concern on my scenario there that no one can, seems to want to, uh, you know, point out because, they well, they, get, they need a guard. Well, if they need a guard, they've got a guard uh, if everything plays out right. My bigger concern when it comes to the offensive line is not this season, it's next season. Who who are your tackles going to be next season and who are, who's your center and who's your left guard next season? Why do you ask that? Because Tyron Smith is where he is in his career, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Uh, is he going to we don't he's right uh, we got to yeah. every we, year got something. Yeah. yeah. Well, and we got to think that okay, the he's a lot closer to the end than he was at <laughs> the beginning, okay? <laughs> Terrence Steele is a free agent yeah. next year. Right. Tyler Biotish is a free agent. The starting center is a free agent next year, and right now you got a hole at guard too. So there are of those Five starters, Mickey, that you have penciled in for this year, three of them are uncertain for next year on this team. And so I think when you're looking at the draft, you have to you have to have a four to five year window in mind. Where is this team going to be a year from now, two years from now at that position? And so you can paint a picture here that there is a real need on the offensive line in this draft. Uh, Terrence Steele, how, let's say he comes back and has a good year this year. What's his salary demand going to be next year? Uh, Washington just signed an offensive tackle from Kansas City, Andrew Wiley, three years, $24 million, $8 million a year. The, the tackles that went off the board this year that made big money, uh, Kansas City signed Jawan Taylor from Jacksonville, four years, $80 million, $60 million guaranteed. Orlando Brown went from Kansas City to Cincinnati, four years, $64 million with a $31 million signing bonus. Will Terrence Steele be somewhere between the $8 million a year and the $20 million a year? And can the Cowboys afford that next year? All right, so that's what they you're can, looking. That's what you're looking at at Steele, and then you yeah, got two other spots at, at interior. Yeah, eight million for sure. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to have a first round pick at every spot on the offensive right. line. So I'll say what I said last year: find me a tackle <laughs> that can play guard in the interim. Until he's ready you to play, which is what they did last you year. Said don't draft a guard. Well, you can do it. You're changing your words. You're changing no, your words. You said no one would draft a guard. That's what you said. I, that's what I'm watching you, brother. That can play I've been guard. listening real close to you. I, I remember this conversation. Are they 
okay, how are they near the situation they were 10 years ago when they took Tyron Smith in the first round, top 10 pick in 2011, and then in 2013, was it, uh, Travis Frederick, and then 2014, Zach Martin. Mm-hmm. All right, you just took Tyler Smith in 2022. How close are they to spending a couple of more first-round draft picks, or was that the wrong approach to take 10 years ago? No, I'm saying, but you don't have to do everything in the first round. Back then, they had nothing to work with. They were they were toast. That's why 2010 happened, right? So you feel like they they've no got offense. they've got more to work with now in that offensive line than what they had. Who 10 went years to ago. the Pro Bowl this year? By the way, <laughs> Tyler Biotis, Biotis starting. Biotis went to the Pro Bowl. That's right. right. So and he's a free agent next year. Him, well, you got to sign him. To me, that's more. That to me, that's crucial. Because when you're talking about the center, you know, every everyone else may may block better. You know, they may fit very well. They may dominate. But when you have a center that you're accustomed to, to me, that's crucial. And, man. and oh, that's, by that's the way, so oh, by the way, as we're talking about these offensive linemen, Zach Martin turns 33 in November. But no one knows He'll that. He'll play to 36. Yeah, nobody knows that. No one, <laughs> no one even, no one cares because he doesn't show it. He doesn't. That's right. My point is, you don't take a guard in the first round. Oh, stop. See? That, that is what you said last year. That's what and you said And they didn't. Last year. They took a tackle. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Go look at Tyler Smith's uh, draft bio. It said OT, okay? And then, and that and then when the season started, you know what? OG. You know what I say? <laughs> if Zach Martin is there at the 26th pick in the first round, take Zach Martin. Mm-hmm. Hello, Best Mickey. player available. That's right. Best That's athlete right. available. I think it has a lot to do with the quality of the player rather re- than the position. Let's remember. Across the board. They- that, that's where the mistakes are made when you take a defensive end uh, because i got to get a defensive end. Spags is very judgmental. That's his problem. No, here's the deal. They didn't go into the draft thinking they were going to take Zach Martin, right? They wanted the linebacker, Ryan Shazier. <laughs> and Pittsburgh took him the point, the, the, the pick before him. And they basically said, uh, we're not taking the knucklehead quarterback from A&M. You know, we'll just take a guard. And everybody was up in arms, right? If you remember. Everson, were you up in arms? They didn't take Johnny Manziel? Up in arms. I could not believe it. I don't even know what he's talking about. <laughs> Johnny Manziel. Johnny football. <laughs> what the hell are you talking Johnny about? Johnny Manziel. <laughs> okay, okay, there you go. <laughs> he, where is he now? No one cares. He's tried every possible league that's below the NFL, right? And he's still not All right, playing. speaking of quarterbacks. Where, yes. where would you like to take a quarterback in this draft, or would you like to? Well, if I take one, he's got to be better than Will Greer. So, fifth round, sixth round, somewhere there, third day, I do. So it. you would not, if, but he's got to be better than Will Greer. You know that that's a that's a that's a that's a. A wide bar, Spaz, because Will Greer could be if amazing I'm, at one moment and they'd just be amazingly bad another moment. So if I'm taking a quarterback, I'm take I'm one I'm gonna take a quarterback 
who within two to three years is better than Cooper Rush. Yeah. But, but I, yeah, I know your even, point. You, you're taking a quarterback yeah, that's going to be guy. on your your 53-man yeah. roster, so he's going to be ahead of Will Greer. Yes, absolutely. Right. That's right. I got. I got. To hope he's better than Cooper Rush. I got a quarterback that uh, mid mid round quarterback that I like. Uh, that I'm intrigued by out of mm. Hebron High School and the University of Houston named Clayton Toon. Take a look at him. We, oh no, I've seen him play. I have too. That, okay. Have too. So what? What do you think he, of Clayton? Yeah. No, I think he's awfully good. He's solid. Yeah. He's solid. I like it. Now it's going to be interesting to see how. Now he's visiting like seven or eight teams. Reportedly, and so he may be long gone before Cowboys would be in so. interested in. Maybe I don't know. Hmm. We'll see. If he's gone third round, if team, if you get seven or eight teams looking at him, he could be. Yeah, that's a little high. Yeah, I mean, not. I don't know if it's high for I'm, him. It's right, high for it, the Cowboys. Exactly. Purpose. That's. I know what you're saying. Yeah. All right. Oh, oh, I've been up, told. Up, I've been up. told we got to get out hold of here. Up, hold I want to say something. This month is Autism Month, right? Mm -hmm. I have a nephew that's autistic. Mm -hmm. So yesterday, uh, we couldn't find anywhere to have a picnic. Yeah, uh, White Rock Lake was crazy. So we went to Hamilton Park. Back to all right. We grew up. All right. Oh, man, it was so cool. We went all the way back down there. And just, just like it used to be, you know, where I learned to play tennis with my sister and all of that. Well, anyway, we... Uh, uh, had all these shirts on that I'm wearing now. I took a picture of it so you could kind of see it better. I guess here it says, we wear blue for Crew. Crew, all is, right. crew is two years old. He's autistic. He's got great parents. My nephew, Jordan, and his, his, mom, his uh, uh, wife, Fia, they, uh, they, they're right. They said, we wear blue for Crew, autism awareness, accept, understand, and love. And that's what they give that kid every day. Such a cool young man. Uh, How old is he now? Okay, he's two years old. Oh, wow. And he's doing just fine, but you got to keep up with him. Yeah. You, boy, he'll take oh, yeah. off on you. You got to keep up with him. Yeah. So we had a good time with all the kids down there and, and really the whole family back at Hamilton Park where it all began. All right. It was very cool. All so right. So I wanted to just I let my, uh, my nephew and my niece know that I was going to do this for them. And so, yeah, that's it. All right. Let me get that he's he's going to love his Uncle Everson. Oh, you damn right. Uh -huh. <laughs> Uncle Everson's going to love him. That's right. <laughs> All right, Mickey, uh, hopefully you'll be back in studio next Monday. You'll see my beautiful face next Monday. Okay, be aware of that. And we will see you again next Monday at 11 a.m. here on Mix Shots. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?